The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're joining me today. Last week, we were fortunate to have John Ao on to talk about the energetic balancing and unconscious biofeedback work that he does in person and long distance. If you miss the show, be sure to go to paulajoyce.com to listen to it on demand and to purchase his book on how to stay healthy while traveling. And I'm so excited that Will Bowen will be with us later today to talk about his worldwide movement to create a complaint-free world. I love the sound of that. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the choices are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and positivity. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger, feel lighter, and move more ener- and have more energy as we choose to see the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field. If you're trying to figure out how to find the silver lining in a difficult situation or how to rid yourself of persistent negative thoughts or have a personal story to share, please call during the show to 1-866-472-5795 or email now or between shows to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. And the phone number between shows is one two one four seven three six four four six zero. And be sure to grab a pencil and paper now because you're going to need it later in the show for our new feature. 
Last week in that new feature, I challenged you to identify the chronic and or acute pain you are physically experiencing now or have experienced recently and to commit to using my energy-based techniques to lessen or eliminate your pain. I'm pleased to know that some people have committed to doing this. One listener shared how she uses peppermint oil to relieve headache pain and lavender oil to relax at bedtime and plans to start using rose quartz crystals. Congratulations for empowering yourself to take charge of your life and your health. When you use natural techniques to shift the energy in your body, you create health and ease without putting toxins or addictive medications into your body. Even over-the-counter pain relievers can be addictive, and our bodies will build resistance to them. I applaud this listener for choosing a healthy approach to pain relief. I look forward to hearing from all of you about your project progress as and projects. As promised, I will continue to read some of your emails on the show. Just as this listener is taking her physical health into her own hands, eliminating toxins from her body, and doing it with simple solutions, so can we all do the same thing with our physical health and with the words we say and think. In fact, as we've talked about on numerous shows, our thoughts and words affect our own health and that of others. Monitoring what we say is actually easier than changing our thoughts, but both are essential for optimal health and happiness. It's important to understand the distinction between not complaining and pretending that everything is fine. Looking at the world through rose-colored glasses does not make everything okay, and in fact, it is as unhealthy for us as complaining is. When we are not happy with a particular situation or person, the idea is not to complain about him or her but rather to take action. Be solution-oriented. Figure out what is bothering you. Talk to the person, and if nothing changes, then don't keep having the same conversation over and over again. A relationship is two people. If the other person is not willing to change and you are unhappy, then you need to take action, which can include ending the relationship. When we find ourselves complaining, we are part of the problem. Either we have to accept what is and truly be at peace with it or make a change. Most of us, however, seem to get stuck in wanting someone to be different and complaining because they won't change. When we stop complaining, we can begin to see our own patterns and poor choices. We need to stop wanting to change them and look at how we need to change in order to become the person who we want to be. No complaining doesn't mean closing your eyes. It means facing the truth and taking action to remove the negative from your mind, emotions, and environment, including 
meaning people, organizations, your workplace, and even your marriage. Complaining keeps you stuck. Action allows you to move forward. Sometimes self-blame or fear of change or a belief that we need to make something work or we're a failure if we don't or other self-critical thoughts keep us from taking the action that we need to for our own well-being. We have to allow ourselves to hear our thoughts and take action to make our mind a healthier place to live. It's we it spends a we spend a lot of time complaining at ourselves. We're so used to hearing our self-critical thoughts that we rarely pay attention or we don't even know that we can do anything about it. But we can. Just like which clothes we choose to wear is under our own control, so are the thoughts that we choose to think. Most of us weed our closet of worn out or outdated clothes or ones that don't fit anymore. Our mind is a vast closet and most of us never look inside, examine each thought and throw out the ones that don't work for us in a positive way anymore. Some never did, but just like mom and dad bought our clothes for us and filled our closets, our parents, teachers, peers, and society filled our minds. Now that we are adults, we can choose our own clothing and our own thoughts. The most important closet cleaning that you will ever do is taking on the task of cleaning the closet of your own mind. Are you on automatic because your mother suffered through an unhappy marriage? Do you think that you have to also because your spouse got cancer just when you were ready to file for divorce? Do you think you're a bad person if you leave? Because your father didn't respect your mother, do you think it's okay that your husband doesn't respect you? This topic of the treatment of women has been on my mind a lot lately. I've shared my journey into self-empowerment with you over the last few months. This radio show has helped me to do that in an even more profound way for myself. My physical voice and my ease with expressing my beliefs and experiences has grown in ways that I never would have thought possible. When I look at the fact that I have a large number of listeners in countries where women don't have equal rights, I realizing that being a woman with her own radio show is sending an important message. For some of these women in countries like Ghana and Saudi Arabia, just listening to my show is an act of courage and defiance. There are some countries where I can see that the word is spreading. In Ghana, for instance, the first month my show aired, there were 50 listeners. Last month, there were 998. Clearly, my message is important and you are telling others about it. I want my international listeners, as well as those in the United States, both women and men, to know that I'm aware of your personal struggles struggles and desire to grow. And I'm grateful that I'm able to help in some way. Times are changing. 
And as Mahatma Gandhi said, you must be the change you want to see in the world. One of the ways that I have changed my life and become the change that I want to see in the world is by paying attention to what is happening in my life. Instead of complaining, I examine it and try to understand what it is telling me and how I feel about it. The things I can change or heal, I do, and the rest I eliminate from my life. Or if I choose to keep it in my life, I accept it as it is, even if I wish it were different. Here's how the process works for me. I had two experiences within two days of each other, which caused me to look at how I still take care of other people above my own needs by not telling them how I feel. They were very different situations, but because of their happening so close together, I saw the old pattern in my own behavior. Yes, I do it less often than I used to. In fact, I rarely do it now. Nevertheless, I don't want to do it at all. I had the insight after journaling about my two experiences. In the first instance, I came within an inch of being hit on the passenger side of the car because of an error made by my friend who was driving. Even in retrospect, I'm glad I said nothing because I needed to take care of my own fear and not add to hers or take care of her fear. As it turns out, it also gave me time to figure out what was really upsetting me. Then I explained to her that I was not upset with her because I really wasn't. I said we were both in that car and that experience for a reason, and I used it to heal old parts of myself that I had buried deeply. In the second instance, after sitting with my pain overnight, I realized that I needed to talk to my friend. I told him that I was disappointed that he canceled our appointment, even though I knew he needed to do so in order to take care of his health. I made it clear that this was about my feelings and not about his doing anything wrong because then it's about sharing and healing and not about complaining. It was what it triggered in me that was important. It threw me back into an old feeling from childhood that no one was there for me, even though I was there for other people. And my voice and body literally shut down just like it did as a child. His response that it was good that I was in touch with my feelings and that by doing so I would move through the negative feelings faster. Soon after that, I had a huge release from my right shoulder and I could literally feel my spine releasing some of the curve and moving into a healthier position. What I realized in that moment was that these experiences had been a gift. Feeling the old pain from childhood and realizing that the current situation was relevant only as a catalyst to bring the old 
old pain to the surface allowed the emotional pain that had been trapped in my body during childhood to literally release. I had to be thrown into that old feeling of helplessness in order to release the anxiety that was locked into the muscles in my body. When the emotions released and the muscles relaxed, my spine could heal that piece of its dysfunction. And this is one way that energetic healing works. The fact that the experience in the car was on my father's birthday added to the healing by signaling to me that he was giving me the gift of feeling supported in a way that he was not able to do while he was on earth. If we don't want to complain, we need to express our feelings in order to be healthy. How do we release our emotions like anger, fear, and sadness? In addition to the process I just described, I've given you many ideas in previous shows, and here are a few more. Choose the ones that resonate with you. One, walk the labyrinth, as we talked about in our show with the Reverend Dr. Lauren Artris. She was a guest on our second show, and that show continues to be one of my most listened to shows. That means that new listeners are finding it, and others are listening again because each time they learn something new. The labyrinth is a powerful spiritual tool for clearing away negative thoughts and feelings and for hearing your truth. If you haven't experienced this yet, I encourage you to do so. If you don't have access to a labyrinth or if you can't physically walk one, you can purchase a finger labyrinth to use in your own home. Either way, it's a sacred space for meditation, releasing, and healing. Another idea is to see your life as an opportunity to learn and grow. Pay attention to everything. God and our angels and guides are always talking to us. The question is, are we listening? So learn to listen. Ask yourself after a particularly difficult day or experience, what did I learn? What might I do differently next time? Instead of berating yourself or complaining about the other person or the workplace or whatever it is, use a challenging situation to see how you can heal and or do it better next time. And don't forget to notice and congratulate yourself on how you did it better this time than you did previously. And now I want to introduce our guest for today, who has even more good things to say on how to stop complaining. In 2006, Will Bowen had the simple idea that people could be healthier and happier if they stopped complaining. He created a way for people to monitor their success in doing so, and his suggestion exploded into a worldwide movement. 10 million complaint-free bracelets have been sent to people in more than 106 countries. Bowen has been featured on Oprah, NBC's Today Show, CBS Morning, Sunday Morning, the ABC Evening News, Fox News, and in hundreds of TV and radio interviews around the world. Stories about his movement have been written in over 200 newspapers, People magazine 
Magazine, O Magazine, Self Magazine, and Chicken Soup for the Soul. His first book, A Complaint-Free World, is an international bestseller and has been published in 14 countries to date. He continues to write books and create DVDs and even has an app. Go to willbowen.com for more information. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Before we go to break, let me let me remind you of our new feature that will help you use the information we present to more effectively uplift your life. I will continue every week to put up a new question on my website. While you're listening to our commercials during this first break, go to paulajoyce.com and click on calendar of events to see the question. Write And then write down the answer for yourself. Before the second break and at the end of the show, I'll give you something else to do with the question. Those people who follow up by emailing me will have an opportunity to have their emails read on the show. So right now, while you're listening to the commercials, go to my calendar of events page on paulajoyce.com and answer the question of the day on your own paper, and while you're there, read about my energetic healing workshop on February 8th, where you will learn techniques to lessen and even eliminate pain. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Will Bowen to talk about how you, too, can stop complaining. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. 
you may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you went to my website and made a commitment to yourself to stop complaining about others and yourself and that you signed up for my new energetic healing workshop. If not, you can do so during the next break. We're here with Will Bowen, who can be reached at willbowen.com. Will, I love what you're doing to create a complaint-free world. I've written about you in my blog and talked about you on previous shows, and now here you are. (laughs) It's great to be here. Thank you. Well, thank you, and you're welcome. So, what a privilege. Um, Would you please tell us, I'm curious, what prompted you to create this complaint-free world movement? What became a movement? Yeah, exactly. It became a movement. I was actually um, the minister of the church in Kansas City, and we're doing a series on prosperity based on Ed Gaines' book, The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity. Edwin um, talks about the fact that everybody says they want more in their life, and yet they complain about what they already have. We send out this mixed message. We say, I don't value what I have, but give me more. And she actually suggested that people try and go 21 days without complaining, because scientists believe it takes 21 days to form a new habit. So what I suggested was, I asked myself, well, how will people know, myself included, what day I'm on? And then this idea of handing out these uh, purple bracelets came up <clears throat> of um, allowing people to put it on either wrist, and every time they complain, they switch the bracelet to the other wrist. And uh, so far, we have sent out 10 million bracelets to 106 countries. I handed out the bracelets one Sunday, and it just exploded around the world. And as you mentioned, we've been on Oprah and the Today Show twice, and, not, and every major news outlet in the world, really. How very exciting. Clearly, this resonates with people. You really struck a chord. And and I think what you're saying is so powerful because you were talking about changing a habit. It takes 21 days. And also what brain research is telling us is that the more we um, do something or say something, the more ingrained it becomes in our brain so that the negative words that we keep repeating become more fixed. And so it, it we're, as you pointed out, we're ex- doing exactly what we don't want to do. Well, I mean, we're describing our lives as terrible. It's impossible for us to be happy. It's impossible for us to be ha- healthy. It's impossible for us to have good relationships. If we're sitting around and we're uh, basically um, running a negative commentary, which is what most people do. I mean, the average person, excuse me, complains 15 to 30 times a day and has no awareness they're doing it. I like to say complaining is like bad breath. We notice it when it comes out of somebody else's mouth and not when it comes out of our own. So people are complaining all the time, and as a result, I mean... It's it's your life, imagine, like my dog, Jake, who is sitting here. My dog, Jake. If all I ever did was describe the terrible bad things that Jake did, I would always be looking for terrible bad things. 
People do the same thing about their lives. They speak negatively about their lives, and therefore they're always looking for bad things. And as a result, they amplify them, and they attract more. Beautifully said. Um, it's like why gratitude journals work, which is um, sort of a, a, a component, I guess, of what we can substitute for complaining is substitute gratitude. Um, I would I, say I, the opposite of complaining is gratitude. The opposite of complaining is gratitude. I mean, people who are, are, are kvetching and griping about what is, um, the opposite of that is being grateful for simply what is. I mean, if you believe that things are unfolding in a divine way, then no matter what shows up for you, is there to move you along that path. You've just got to be awake to whatever key that is. Exactly. We need to learn to pay attention. We need to learn to recognize it as something that's helping us rather than hurting us. It's how we think about it and use it that it means everything. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So you mentioned um, when we were talking privately that there are five main reasons that people complain. I'm curious um, what those are. Well, Dr. Robin Kowalski at Clemson University did her doctoral thesis on complaining. And she discovered that people complain for only five reasons. And I created a mnemonic device to help me and others remember it. So here it is. People complain to the acronym to help you remember is GRIPE. G-R-I-P-E. <laughs> so people complain to get attention. It is a basic human need for people to have attention from other people. It allows people to feel like they're safe. It allows them to feel like they're part of society. Um, we need to feel accepted. And that is a need. It's not a want. So people complain to get attention. Kids do this. People complain at work. They simply want to start a conversation with you and don't have any other way other than griping about the weather or someone else or whatever, politics, the local sports team. So the G in gripe stands for get attention. The R in gripe stands for remove responsibility. Now, this is when people are complaining to um, uh, get themselves off the hook for something you've asked them to do. So, for example, you ask a colleague to do something and they start telling you, well, you know, it might take me a few extra days to get the numbers from accounting. And shipping may not be okay with this. And gotta, what they're doing is they're, they're building a case so that you don't expect it to happen. They're complaining to remove themselves from responsibility. They're saying, I'm going to tell you all the reasons why it can't be done. Hopefully you'll agree with me and you'll let me off the hook. So the G in gripe stands for get attention. The R in gripe stands for remove responsibility. In other words, let me off the hook. The I in gripe <clears throat> stands for inspire envy. Now, that's a fancy way of saying brag. People complain to brag a lot of times. Um, there's a, a speaker I know and a writer who sends out an email. We have the same literary agent. So, And this guy, is um, his, his topic is very controversial. It's, it's condemning the Internet, basically. And as a result, he's being asked to speak all over the world, and his books are selling by the millions. And, and it's wonderful for the guy, but he sends these emails that complain, like, I don't have enough time, blah, blah, blah. 
because I'm going from Hong Kong to Belfast to Darfur. I mean, it's just he just he's all over the world. So he's complaining to inspire envy. He's complaining to brag. So once again, the G stands for get attention. The R stands for remove responsibility, let you off the hook. The I stands for inspire envy, and the P stands for power. Um, we see that here in the United States every four years. The negative campaigning that is it is it is basically broadcast complaining if you think about it trying to get people to, to to vote a different way which is the essence of power but people complain in families i've got two aunts one is 88 and one is 82 and they are sending emails around all the time to the family griping about each other so that we'll be on either aunt sophie's side or aunt angelica's side and it's just totally up to, it's up to them. They're trying to draw us in. They're trying to have power. So uh, the G stands for get attention. The R stands for remove responsibility. The I stands for inspire envy. The P stands for power. And the E stands for excuse poor performance. Now, this is very similar to remove responsibility. Remove responsibility says let me off the hook so I don't have to try. Excuse poor performance is... I tried, I blew it. Let me tell you all the reasons it's not my fault. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> Mars is in retrograde. Um, the dog ate my homework. I overslept this morning. <laughs> Those kinds of things. So there you go. And I've spoken on this topic now for nine years on three continents, and I have never found a complaint that didn't fall under getting attention, removing responsibility, inspiring envy, power, or excusing poor performance. Wow. Um, that's, that's really fascinating. So I, I, I'm curious about, let's say, I mean, let's say, like I was talking about earlier in the show, that you live in Ghana or in India where women don't, or Saudi Arabia where women don't have the the same rights that men do where um, where they're voiceless and often treated like property so how what does someone do in that situation I don't want to complain but um, you know things are stacked against me yes <clears throat> absolutely well here's the thing and this is an important distinction. When, when we talk about, when I talk about not complaining, I'm not saying that you're a doormat. This isn't in, inviting the world to step all over you and you just suck it up. This is about speaking to the people who can directly resolve an issue. Um, if you're speaking directly to somebody who can make something better, I overheard you talking about speaking to your friend earlier. That was not a complaint <clears throat> because you were speaking directly to him. Uh, now, what most people do is they're unhappy at work so they complain to their spouse about work, and then they're unhappy with their spouse, so they complain to their friends, and nothing ever gets better, and they can't understand why. It's because they're not speaking to people who can uh, actually affect change. Now, having said that, women's rights is a complex issue that took 300 years to get in any way made right in this country. I mean, I think about one of my best friends is a is a is a uh, African American female, and we were joking the other day about how uh, blacks got the right to vote, but women didn't in this country. And what a drag it would have been to have been a black female back then and go, "Hey, I'm black, I get to vote." Oh wait, I'm female. No, I don't. <laughs> so, 
it took a very, very long time for us to get any semblance of any change. So what I would encourage your listeners in Ghana and everybody else is to build, to create change by speaking to people who can actually affect it. And sometimes that's people who will bind with you and can help you. Um, the, the first thing that happens is we have to elevate consciousness. We have to begin to talk about the fact that women are not property, are not chattel. I mean, it's so funny because I'm an ordained minister and people love to quote um, you know, the Ten Commandments to me. You know, thou shalt not commit adultery. Well, what that meant was that the female cannot commit adultery. I mean, in the Old Testament, we read the story, or the New Testament, rather, we read the story of the woman being stoned to death. Well, what happened to the guy? He was committing adultery, too. No, he wasn't. He was literally, a man could not commit adultery. So, so the first thing we've got to do is elevate consciousness, and that begins by talking. What they need to do is to begin in their own minds to believe in their own mind that they are on par, equal in God's eyes, whatever version of God they choose, with, with other men, and whatever religious books have said, there's no difference between, you know, there's, there's no, no one who is born in a superior position based on, as my mother would say, they're plumbing. There was? Their outdoor women, men with their outdoor plumbing and women with their... Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like your mom. <laughs> yeah, I love my mom. She still gives me guidance from the other side all the time. Beautiful. <laughs> Um, yes, I, I think that that what you're talking about is so profound, and I think it's equally important that men who have the power also wake up and be willing to recognize that it isn't just about women, that it's also a disservice to them, to to men. It's a disservice to everybody and to the next generation. When we disempower anyone, whether it's women, whether it's gay or lesbian or transsexual, what what or, or by um, race or religion, anytime or socioeconomic status, whatever all these large number of ways that we are, you talked about power, that we have to have power over people. We're really disservicing ourselves, too, because we're denying ourselves part of ourselves and and the um, the balance that and the fullness of who we are when we take something away from others, we're really taking away from ourselves as well. I forget who said it, but the brilliant thought that the slave and the master are partners in misery. Um, I think that one of the great uh, things that has, you know, caused America to truly explode in every great way. And it is the uh, integration of the wonderful uh, the African-American population. Because they're, 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 I mean, if you think about it, my, I, I, I knew Dr. Angela, Maya Angela, before she passed. And one of the things I love she said to me was that people talk about classical music. Well, what they mean is European classical music. When they talk about classical music in this country, they should be talking about the blues and jazz, both of which were started by African-Americans. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the um, putting down of, of blacks and, uh, and everything robbed our, our society 
of the strength. And the same is true of women. I mean, <clears throat> I truly believe that, you know, when world peace comes, women are going to be the, the, the leader in that. Um, Robin Williams said that, you know, a woman would not create a bomb that would kill you. They would just create a bomb that would make you feel bad for a few days. Uh, yes, and I love, and, and you've just introduced a huge topic that I'd like us to move into right after the break. This is so important, and it connects to um, what Juan Washington said on our December 18th show about what's coming in the future. So let's pick up on that um, in a few minutes. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Before we go to break, I promised I'd tell you what to do next with our new feature. We've been talking about how to create a complaint-free world. While you're listening to the commercials, write down your commitment to yourself and also what method you're going to use to stop complaining about others and or yourself. Then go to my calendar of events and read about my energetic healing workshop on February 8. Register so you can begin using techniques that will lessen or eliminate your pain. Being in the energy of a group increases your healing power. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with this fascinating discussion with Will Bowen. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. The best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214 208 3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214 208 3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
Welcome back. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and we're here with Will Bowen. I hope that you made a commitment during the break to yourself and identified specific techniques that you're going to use in order to stop complaining and that you signed up for my new energetic healing workshop. If not, you can do so after the show. Also, if you live too far to come to the workshop, you can always invite me to your city to do this workshop or another one. I can even do a one or two day workshop on the same topic or another one of your choosing. Right now, now, I'm pleased to be talking with Will Bowen about creating a complaint-free world. Remember, you can reach him at willbowen.com. Will you begin, Will, by quoting again what Robin Williams said? And, and let's pick up on that because that was so powerful. Oh, sure. I love the fact that, I mean, because women basically, their hearts are compassionate wish to... Uh, connect. I forget who said it, but someone said that women communicate, men dominate. And I think it's very true. And Robin Williams said that a woman would never create a nuclear bomb. He said a woman might create a bomb that would make you feel bad for a few days, but nothing that would kill you. Yes. Maybe would um, give us a little guilt, huh? <laughs> so, exactly. but... <laughs> But um, but this idea that you, that that um, emphasizes and that you were suggesting that women and and I'll even broaden it to not just women but female energy that it's a balance of the male and female divine energy that's missing in the world with all the male power dominance and that that compassionate side that. That's within all of us is denied because power is seen as aggressive and um, and warlike rather than solution oriented and peace oriented and compassion and truly problem solving, not using force to quote-unquote, end conflict when all it does is create more. Yeah, you can't fight You can't fight your way to peace. That's an impossibility. You cannot fight your way to peace. You can fight your way to dominance, but you cannot have peace if you're fighting. Um, that's beautiful. I'm sorry, I missed some of your words. Oh, I just said it's the opposite energy. You cannot have peace if you're fighting. It, 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 exactly, and that's the piece that is missing when the dominant energy in the world is is male aggressive energy, and we all need to begin to find that compassion and peace and loving kindness within ourselves and bring that forward. And as we do, I truly believe that world peace will emerge. Um, you know, the other thing that Juan mentioned um, in, in his show is that he sees that what's in the coming times, that this balancing out of the energy is coming, and that not only is the female energy necessary for peace, but it's also necessary for 
solving health problems and making scientific discoveries, that it's the um, creative energy in the world, not the destructive energy, and, and that we need that balance. We need all of it. Sure, absolutely. So it's um, it's fascinating to me that you mentioned it, and I, and I was saying to you off air that I love some of the things that you're saying because you're bringing up and tying together so many things, pieces from different shows and different ideas that I've been presenting. And you know the story that you were telling about the man with the blog who was inspiring envy and bragging through a a negative aspect and all I could think was how he's denying himself the joy Um, because when you're complaining you're in a heavy the world is bad mode and here he's having this amazing experience and these wonderful opportunities and he's making it into a negative Right. Uh, yeah. Well, and also then he's perpetual. He's, he's likely to draw more negative things to him. We were talking off air, and um, one of the things that, that Maya Angelou told me that I loved was that she said that, and she actually wrote this somewhere, but she mentioned it to me, and it was that uh, complaining lets a bully know that there's a victim in the neighborhood. And I love that. Complaining lets a bully know that there's a victim in the neighborhood. In other words, when you when you're complaining, you're being a victim. You're talking about what's wrong, ain't it awful, blah 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 blah. You're talking about how it's all negatively impacting you, and you're being a victim. I I, I, I love it. She how beautifully said, and that's the you know I often talk about the the round peg and the round hole. That you know the bully and victim are a good fit. And mm-hmm. if you want to stop being a victim, you have to stop being a victim. But it's not because of the bully that you're a victim. It's because you allow the bully to victimize you. And to begin to shift that is powerful. And we all have ways in which we allow ourselves to be the victim. And it's changing that mindset, getting control of it, and taking charge of our lives, empowering ourselves. And what you're doing with this complaint-free world is empowering people to change their lives and to change the world and it's profound so I I want thank you Yes, you're welcome. And I want to thank you because you were open to um, the information that was coming to you. And I truly believe that this was your is your purpose. Um, maybe not your only one, but certainly a major one. And I'm grateful that you've stepped up to the plate. And I wish you blessings in continuing on this path and wherever else it leads you. Thank you, Paul. You as well. Bless you. 
Thank you. Um, And I'd like to thank my listening audience for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please like us on Facebook by going to my website, paulajoyce.com. If you enjoyed today's show, and while you're there, browse my resources page to get more information on the books my guests like Will Bowen, or I have written, and also my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment, which we've just been talking about, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energetic Healing, and the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. While you're on my website, go to the calendar of, of events and do two things. Sign up for my energetic healing workshop on February 8 to start reducing or eliminating pain whether it be chronic or acute often unresolved emotional pain can lead to physical pain it's an energy and you can move it out of your body with practice while you're there On the calendar of events page, go to the question of the day and click where it says click here to send me an email with your commitment. As you begin to experience success, please send me another email so we can celebrate together. And I hope you'll join us next week when Sandra Ingerman will be with us again, this time to talk about animals as spirit guides and messengers. In the meantime, if you think of a question about a show or a difficulty in your own life or have an inspirational story to share, please leave a phone message at 1214-736-4460 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Thank you.